0: just skip on over to the gull away about to watch taste the nation with Padma and my son he's not a part of the show we're watching it together
1: but here we go what do you think
0: boy this episode of taste the nation is presented I hear the voice of Michael Dash. Twitty. told my friend Liam the other day Padma walked so Chrissy Teigen could run slash eat as a model in the food space he thought it was funny maybe you will do you think it's funny boy do you think your mom is funny yeah you laugh at me all the time I don't know if it's with her you know otherwise but it's cool as long as I can make you smile Michael Oh my gosh, it's so good to see him on oh, the TV.
2: Wonderful. This is where the Golangiji people and the Galen culture was born.
1: Can you feel
2: their spirits? Yeah. We're surrounded by the energy.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna get emotional.
2: I can feel it. They felt left
1: behind.
2: Oh my gosh. I think they feel good when they know that people have come to honor. Them oh my god. I remember them. I
0: came to America This when I episode to is to also free on YouTube. I'm, limited, I'm told. I'm so if you don't have Hulu, life, go on I YouTube, food figure food it out. Now I want to explore who we are through the food we eat. Ours,
1: food my game is strong. What exactly is American food? And what makes us American? I'm Padma
0: Lakshmi. Come with me as we taste the nation. This almost gives me like United Shades of America with W. Kamal Bell. Got, like, also a great show. And,
2: uh, the people have contributed
0: me and your dad went there, boy. South Carolina. South, South Carolina, Carolina. South Kakalaki. Okay, I'll be quiet. Oh, I we have one of those that's baskets. That's my entire family is. That's oh, yeah. what the land is. That's what we do. That's how we live. A large part of what identifies a Gullah Geechee community seems to be our food waste. Listen, y'all yeah, boy, down here, food is
2: important to us in Chuck Town. Get you on a red rice on the plate. You ain't gettin' mac and cheese, they oh. got, got greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, you can roll a banana pudding like yes. seafood, rice, got crab all in it, if you're some shrimp too, boy, you know that you're winning. I
0: oh mean, my gosh, I mean, the Geechee experience. experience. Oh, I followed follow them on Instagram, for real, for real, they've got great content, they have for a long time. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. They descend from West
1: Africans who were brought here against their will and instead plantations. Today, almost 200,000 still live along the coast from Northern Florida up to North Carolina. <laughs> Many right? are here in the Charleston area, the unofficial capital of the Gullah Nation. Out of the African diaspora, the Gullah Geechee have one of the strongest remaining holds on their distinctive culture language and food tradition.
0: Yes, they have their own language. But with increasing threats to their way of life, which people would say is slang.
1: And how? They claim their I know. Cough American it up, bro, because
0: we don't want that. We don't want that connotation. Because what's the difference between American slang and Cockney George rhyming and slang? I don't one see one. Do you? No, we're one looking. I'm just kidding. And she was
2: um uh, markets for enslaved people. Here you have all parts of that story. This is 300-some years of
1: sustained history that often gets, you know, lost. James Beard award-winning writer, Michael Twitty, is a gifted culinary historian who preserves the stories of his ancestors through food. And this the is where James' Jean. stories began. Grab that book. On plantations, Just like Middleton Place, this land they cleared. The openness that you see here—that's that's human beings. Who did that? Who did this? The dichotomy of the splendor and the suffering. You can't walk through these pristine gardens without acknowledging America's painful history of slavery and the atrocities that other people endured in the late 17th century or so.
2: Carolina was a back. This it's was, swamp. This yeah, was small. No Englishman knew what to do with this land.
1: Yeah.
2: And then they decided to start bringing in people. Let's bring in people who know how to grow rice. And this is where my
1: family comes in. West Africans from a region called the Rice Coast were targeted for their knowledge of cultivating this difficult crop. Forced into slave labor in bondage, they turned treacherous swamps into productive rice fields. Is this what they would have found? Yeah if they had to turn an area into a rice paddy probably
2: even denser lots of alligators lots of diseases
1: deadly deadly yeah i know boy despite unimaginable suffering the Galagichi were able to retain their unique culture and pass it down for generations at the heart of it is rice it's always consumed communally it's not you get
2: a plate i get a plate it's we as a family Extend your friends together and have that rice. As they say in West Africa, if you sit at my table and eat with me, you'll know who I am.
1: So what are we putting in this broth other than carrots? A little bit of onion,
2: um, turnip, tomato. You know, with red rice, the recipe goes all over the place. You use what you had when you had it, and there was no such thing as, it's not authentic.
0: That's something that is widely debated in the gastronomical community. community. What Especially is authentic? Can you even say that there How is a thing as authenticity? Is exactly or is authenticity sure. created I mean, as branding and marketing? And Interesting and thought. Marinate on that. Okay. Does this go in here now? A
1: pinch, my dear. Uh, Marla,
0: uh, Water, please. Uh, 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 okay.
2: Yeah, got that one a woman? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell me about this rice. So, this is Carolina Gold. Now, pick that up real quick for me. Show me your best pattern skills.
1: <laughs> All right. so, that breaks the rice, though.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, and when I did the first time, I did the same okay. thing. So, let's look at it. So some of the grains are still whole, right?
1: Some. some. I'm good at fanning it. I'm not good at pounding anything. So tell me more about that. <laughs> Your fanning experience. <laughs> I got to know. Well, in India, When I would sit by my grandma, we would throw uh, How was it out. different? Well, I don't know how to use an African basket. I don't know how to use an Indian basket, but you have to You want like to make it. sure that you we yeah. got
2: that pot, it was clean.
1: Yeah.
2: Or just like that sound that you made, yeah? Catch it, yeah? Oh, look at all that. Right. How fell off. Right. Here's the other part though. And I'm not going to be able to do this perfectly, but I'll show you. So, of course, you're doing that with your fellow, your sister, your cousin, in rhythm. And as that rhythmic beat is going on, the children are gathering and they're listening and they're hearing and they're passing it down from generation to generation. This is where the syncopation... Oh.
0: and jazz and music control. oh my gosh guys the I'm learning just America as much as you be all folks okay everyone this is an fact, amazing you episode you need to watch
1: and it was their labor in the rice fields that created the wealth and prosperity that helped the early American economy grow then there's the food you can trace a direct line from modern southern and soul food back to Gala cuisine but too often, the Gala people aren't given enough credit. I don't think people really understand the contributions that Gullah made to this country. No, but I think like there's only one part
2: of the story of enslavement. The Gullah people, we gave our heart and soul to this country. And there's still these tremendous challenges that we face.
1: Just talking about it, excavating it, and I know it's super painful, but I think it's necessary. It's part of the healing process. The thing
2: about it is the culture happens between the healing and the earth. That's where our culture has been
1: made.
0: Ooh. The culture is made between the human and the earth. Woo wee.
1: Oh yeah. That really now, resonated for me more, as somebody who likes like permaculture this? as opposed to agriculture to working with nature
0: okay. as, as much as you can versus against nature, okay. which is okay. agriculture kind um, of trying to commodify and consistify. I Perfect made that word up. Like. Um, nature, really. So Cooking outside with 18th century pots.
1: All right. Cheers, right. baby. All right. What really matters is how it tastes. Taste was there the flavors are amazing I mean I know it's not dry like you wanted it but it's like it's so good mm-hmm. it's so yummy and balanced I'm really sorry you can't eat this <laughs> okay.
2: <Are> you okay? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah you want to let them know you're still here make I know. it dry <laughs> <laughs> Now, there's no question about right. asking you people how often we eat rice. We can eat rice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. My grandmother, she always had a pot of rice going on. The Which is also consistent with a lot of Asian rice. cultures. Like, I when I learned how to make congee, my I mean, whole world expanded. Rice congee rice is so good. The and if and you have rice, rice left over from some some dinner, you can flip it and all. make breakfast. Super delicious throw in whatever you have in the fridge, kind of like clean out, add some vegetables, saute it, put it in there, some garlic, fry some garlic, cool stuff, love this episode so far. (laughs)
1: I'm (laughs) here with Pete Smiley and Jarell Brown, a father-son crabbing with about 50 traps around the Charleston Sea Islands. The smileys have lived and worked off these islands for generations. Let her try to hang on. Yeah. That was on purpose, yeah. Smiley. I wasn't trying to jump overboard. I'll tell you what. Take them.
2: Take them right here. Mm-hmm. Hold your hand right there. Turn them over. Okay. There you go. Keep going for them. There we go. All right.
1: Grab you your face. Here. Uh.
2: the
1: land. Really? Yeah. What's that like? It's just a whole culture of things from the land. Plums, <coughs> hogs, everything. With, without going ever but to this, the store. Really, to the store. We should all experience food this way. Eating what you can catch and harvest. Relying on nothing more than your own two hands. And the bounty of your land. Salud. <coughs> God bless you. Living the Galloway is getting harder and harder. God bless you. How has this place changed? Well, in the last 10 years, there a
2: lot of with the crab. You just catch, like, a bushel of crab on one trap.
1: How much is that?
2: About mm, a half a bushel.
0: And I don't pull my on <laughs> <Like>, Six. <laughs> a big <laughs> The heat
1: behind this year is different. It's hot. The water is getting hot, so it's actually killing the fish. It's too warm? because yeah, it's too warm. A warming ocean, rising sea levels, increasing severe storms. These tidal and barrier islands are especially vulnerable to the changes in the environment. And what threatens their land endangers their way of life. What does it mean to... A culture like the Gullah when they live off the land, and you have less crab, less fishing,
2: how are they dealing with it? <laughs> One day at a time.
1: That's it. For the Gullah land is invaluable, passed down in the family for hundreds of years. But beyond climate change is the pressing problem of gentrification. Much of their ancestral land is prime waterfront property in
0: a region bustling with tourism. Oh, now we're talking about gentrification. Taxes new uh, again. Are pushing the out. Of course, of course.
1: With increasing land loss, many
0: It's interesting what I learned while I was there as well, that Did the land that, that was waterfront property that people want to live so badly at now, so nobody wanted it because it was Inhabitable, and they gave it to the Geechee um, descendants. Yeah, it's right right and say, right here. "Here, have this land, nobody yeah. wants it." And now look, they, they, they want live. it again, they and they're crazy. taking it back oh. economically, which is very unfair. Oh yeah. That's a nice yeah, you know, boy. Yeah. Nice you. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
1: B.J. Yeah. Dennis is arguably one of the most prominent village chefs around. He's classically trained and works as a caterer. He's made me some unbelievable meals. Get Getting my water started here. I haven't got anything in yet. BJ is a voice for his people. And once Galakazine, uh, he, uh, he recognized yes. Yes. a yes. contribution yes. to American you food. A lot of people know about low
2: country boil. But if you talk to a person from the low country, you say, don't call that low country boil. Call it uh, stew. Now that would have had the crab with the shrimp and the sausage and corn. But this is just a simple crab boil. So,
1: Tell
2: me what to I do a ginger. Uh-huh. It all depends on the, on the cook and what you have at your house. Okay, what's in your house right now? Well, we got some of our local crab seasoning. What's in there? It's like a salt seasoning blend. It's a little spicy, it has garlic in there. Is it yours or
1: is it Old
2: Bay? It's not Obey. Okay, it's good. a Charleston special. Now, you want to Charleston crab houses, uh, single houses um, And I made, this morning, <laughs> a very simple
1: sauce. these charleston cayenne. You know, do you like? Do you like? Do you like pepper? things in there? This is beautiful. This is something that somebody probably doing right uh, now. Just had a crab drive. A little ginger, a little smashed garlic.
0: This will clean you right up. Ooh. I'm going to do a little
2: splash. <laughs> <Right>. I'm going
0: to do a little splash. It's spicy. so red. It's so spicy. Are you going to be a spice, a spice guy? A nice spice guy? Okay, yeah, totally. Because of your dad, that Yeah, he's he's a spice guy. I know. Okay. What's well, tell him?
1: They can't know that? Okay, I got you. Alright, y'all. Well, we're going
0: to continue watching this fantastic episode. Thank you so much, Hu. Thank you so much, Padma. um, For highlighting black people in this way. And showcasing. um, Yeah, okay. Yeah, Dada knows
2: too. Okay.
0: See, we gotta go. We gotta go talk to Dada. Dada. But,
1: yeah is there
0: any special technique watch taste the nation um so it feels very authentic uh, even though feel? i and know how loaded that word can be it feels mean, very um I always say that's a key difference. celebratory we like it we're gonna keep watching God you God should too bless up stay sharp place. bye nice, say bye way. you wanna say bye boy My parents grew up, nope okay cool cool see y'all later Hope you learned about Gullah cuisine. It's dope. Been there. Experienced it. It's really amazing. Um, shout out if you ever watched Gullah Gullah Island. Like, that was a whole cartoon when I was little. And I never, like, put two and two together until I went there. And then I, my mind was blown. But, uh, hope you enjoyed this episode and you enjoy Taste the Nation because it's a great series. Um, thanks Padma. And to all you listening, bless up, stay sharp. Bye.